This episode is brought to you by Action Tracks, our go-to vehicle self-recovery tool when you've lost traction in the sand, snow, mud, or loose rock. I've seen these boards in action, folks, and they are tough. Not only are they going to look good while riding on the side of your forerunner to your local cars and coffee, they'll also hold up for multiple trips. If they don't, well, Action Track advertises a lifetime warranty on their website with 24 hours, 7 day a week, 365 day customer service. If you're interested in picking up a set, reach out to one of our regulars, Sir William Goes, to get your favorite color. Welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. <laughs> we are back at it. Finally back at it. It's been a long yes. break over the holidays. Uh, but we came back with a banger per usual mm-hmm. with the crew. We have uh, the regulars as usual. What's up, guys? What's up, man? Yo, yo, what's up? And uh, also in the house across the country, we have our traveling duo of Russ and Liz. <laughs> How are y'all doing? <laughs> doing fantastic. Excellent. Nice. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna need all to match my energy a little bit here. We gotta, we gotta get it up a little bit. There's a lot of energy pre-show. We gotta get it back up. We gotta get it back up. There it is. Getting all there it fired is. up. Uh, Russ so is sad my, that uh, the, the Rome Four Low uh, logo isn't showing on his yeah. truck right now. That's what it is. Yeah, he spent some time getting it all I, dialed in yep. there. <laughs> it took me an hour to park the truck perfectly right behind me. Liz on the now, GMRS. No, no, no. Left, left. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's dark so you can't see it. it's wasted wasted <laughs> well we saw it so that's all that matters right <laughs> yeah 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 definitely we're a little late on the timing it would have been a great start to have yeah. the background <laughs> of where y'all are uh and so before we go into what we're going to talk about tonight which is alaska <laughs> so we're pumped about it give us a little quick update about where you are right now because the view was pretty epic we're going to try to pull a screenshot from the first part of this and see if we can get that out there yeah uh we're currently in anza borrego um the desert uh we just moved from uh joshua tree uh yesterday Uh, we had been there for about a week i think exactly Mm -hmm. it was monday to monday uh that was just totally epic um Jeff gave us some some great insight and intel on uh, where to wheel in uh, Joshua Tree. So we had a full day of uh, of wheeling out there. It was incredible. Um, yeah, Joshua Tree is first time I've been there. First time, Liz, you've yep, been there. First okay, time. no. Okay, yeah, it was everything it, I I had heard it was supposed to be. So that's awesome. Nice. But I currently, like- we are in Anza Borrego. We haven't looked or done anything because we just got here like pretty much last night. It's in the dark when we pull, when we actually parked, um, nice. and we I spent all morning, like I said, parking the car for the truck, <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the afternoon hooking this rig up here, um, yeah. and getting the, the camera and all that stuff because we're profesh. Um, <laughs> well, that makes one of us. So, uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only one. Yeah, definitely. I just got here about three minutes ago. <laughs> uh, well, glad to see y'all are still moving along the road. Um, we have we have definitely hung out some since we last talked, which was pretty epic. Uh, but we'll probably get to that at a, in a later episode. Uh, there is a a nice gem hiding on my MacBook right now from a 
a whiskey driven uh, podcast we did. So I'm excited to get, get into that Ooh, one. Get some oh, oh, hear that man, one. I didn't even hear about that one. <laughs> some it was after emotional. hours. It got deep. It got real deep. Oh. Uh, <laughs> is this allowed to be live streamed? <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll see about that one. I haven't listened oh, to it boy. all. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so when we last got on, we um we were, we were talking about it before we got on the show, but I think Jasper was the last city that that we we really talked through and y'all were getting ready to go into Alaska. And so quick recap if you're just joining us. Uh we met up uh three uh, episodes in our series ago with Russ and Liz, they were leaving Alabama and heading to Alaska. And so we've got episode kind of that gets out of town. We've got an episode of them on the way to Alaska. And this episode, we're going to start Alaska onward and, and talk about your journey through the state of Alaska, uh, and, and back out. And I, I mean, I'm just like, I can just see it and, like in my head as I'm talking about it, the pictures that you've showed me, and I am just excited to dig in and and continue the story. So um, with that, are we good just starting story time and sitting back and listening to y'all yes. tell stories? Story <laughs> I'm excited. Story time. Yes. Awesome. I, I love story time. I think so. Awesome. Uh, well, uh, storyteller, take it away. I am, I'm anxiously awaiting. I have my whiskey ready and I am excited for the next couple hours. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Yeah. Cheers. Actually, we're, we're, uh, we're in the midst of a uh, semi dry January. So oh, okay. this is our dry-ish. one day a week. Yeah. Dryish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying dry-ish. to like, it doesn't look too dry over there and you're in the yeah. desert. So <laughs> semi. Yeah. Um, Got it. before I even go anywhere about the story, um, these chiladas right here, Modelo chiladas, mm, mm-hmm. those are good. We, we are obsessed with these things. Yes. Is that a mango? Like the best things ever. Yeah. Mango chili. I gotta try that one. Whoa. Oh you are in Southern California. I can tell. <laughs> so yeah. good. Just saying. We, We've uh, actually found them in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Okay. Well, you gotta get yourself the cup. Go to like the Mexican yes. markets and then you get okay. the cup with the salt and the taste. Is it? Uh, I'm gonna butcher the Tajon. Tajin. Tajin. Yeah. Get that and pour That's your beer in different. there. Yeah, yeah. We will do that. I, yeah. If on the next, if there's something out there January. like that, I'm in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wait till February at least. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, no, these things are, are good. Delicious. And then I guess the other day, um, we were in Joshua Tree somewhere, and we, I think I saw. Oh, I was. I think I was talking trash on Bud Light, and I was like, wait a second. There's a Bud Light Chilada. Yep. Clamato Fuego. It's good. It's oh really my. Good. <laughs> okay. It's like the Actually, weirdest combo, but it tastes so good. No, it is so good. So I'm a I'm an mm-hmm. avid Clamato drinker. I'll drink it. Pl- I, I I'll just nice. drink right out of the bottle. Yep. Um but I saw that immediately. I was like, okay, I gotta have it. Um I actually bought one for the podcast, so I'm sure at some point I'll be whipping that out. Um, is it the tall boy like the only one yeah that you can get yeah. In the giant yeah. massive yeah, it barely fits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah 22 and a half ounce it barely it fits, fits in our holder? fridge <laughs> i mean does it fit in your fridge sorry i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> it's like an Number, extra armrest as you're driving yeah Not uh, no 
it does, <laughs> if anybody's familiar with Tacomas, uh, their um, their cup holders are way too small um, and in the worst places too. So, how many cup holders do you have though? Six, five. Because I had I had one in my car, so I don't want to hear one, about two. that complaint. Couldn't be a Land Cruiser. <laughs> definitely not a Lexus. I have one, two, three, four, five, six right in, in my center console. Yeah, my <laughs> my center console goes two, one, two. Well, the mm. actually, the, well, the the two and the are Dang. for the back seat. So, but the yeah, they're just I don't know. Everybody complains about them. In fact, I think there's like a Tacoma Lifestyle dot com or something like that that actually you can replace um <laughs> two of them with bigger <laughs> diameter holes yeah, you like that nice, it's like yes. an insert yeah yes i've seen those so you yeah that's... you replace it on your console yeah so you can yeah. actually fit like a like like a you know one of these guys in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah they have some of those for there's somebody that 3d prints those for land cruisers and i think you can put a yeti in them and it like holds the yeti mm-hmm. perfectly the bigger Yetis. Yeah. The big nice. ones. The ones yeah, that hold like cans inside. Um, no, like the big, like the big gulpers. Like it's got a little bit mm. of a smaller bottom. Oh, right. Body. Yes. Right. Right. One of those guys. Right. I don't know how to describe the tumbler. Is it called a tumbler? Uh, tumbler. I believe so. Yes. What'd I say? I said something, not a tumbler. Gulpers. <laughs> Gulper. <laughs> I think you just, just described the Southern fish. I got one of gulpers. <laughs> Oh, you, gotta love a, you gotta love a Tennessee public school education, baby. <laughs> or the golfers roll tight. Oh, them golfers? Oh, yeah. Got one of them in the house. Hey, listen, as an Alabama alumni, I can make fun of myself. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's who we are. It's what it is. <laughs> it's who we are. We don't mince words and we like our guns. <laughs> Roll time. <laughs> Roll time. Okay. So enough about cup holders, big gulps, and some sort of tied Bama cousin, whatever you're doing. Let's get back to Alaska and start going down that path. Yeah, story time, huh? <laughs> um yes, I think the we were just I think we ended. I don't. I don't remember exactly. I should, probably should have listened to the the last podcast just to kind of cut, catch us up at the end. But I did forget to do that. Uh, I think we're leaving like Jasper. I think is where I left it off, left off. Where we oh, left yeah. off. Um, yeah, we're getting ready to go down an epic road, and you said yeah. you wanted to stop before you go down this epic road. Oh. Um. Might have been I'm metaphoric, that was the... but I think it was an actual road as well. <laughs> I, I, th- I think that was the Cassier. I think we were talking about the Cassier, right? Maybe? Mm. I, don't know. I, I don't remember. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, oh, you know what? There was a stop in Fraser that I wanted to talk about too, or Fraser, Fraser Lake. Um, so I think it was the night before, maybe the day before or the day of my, my parents like had texted me and they were like, hey... They knew where we were, obviously, mm-hmm. and, and um, she's like, "Hey, maybe it was my stepdad because he's usually like comes out of nowhere with these weird like <laughs> news bits." Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, by the way, there's going to be like this huge electrical, um, you know, storm from the sun. I forget what they yeah. call it, sun flares or whatever, and it, it's about to like 
smash into the to the North Pole, and I think you you probably were going to have a chance that mm-hmm. night um, to see the Northern Lights, um, possibly where you are. So um, the day went the day went on. We we found this like. Have y'all uh, seen the Northern Lights before, or is this no, the first time? No, the first time. Oh, so, it's big. yeah. And here's the thing: like we went through the whole day, and we were we're camped on this lake. Well, the RVs parked on this lake and mm-hmm. um, Fraser Lake in BC, and um, it was just we were distracted by so many other things. It was beautiful. There were tons of water birds. There was a beaver like right where we were. <laughs> beautiful beautiful sunset one of the most beautiful sunsets i've seen mm. um it was just uh it was just a lot to to take in and we had forgotten about the northern lights thing mm-hmm. and we you know we're just about to like close up shop and like tuck in for the night and i was like wait a second wasn't there like <laughs> wait and i opened the door and i could see with your naked eye you really the green doesn't really stand out, right? Mm, okay. It's like this white hazy. I, I think if it's probably right above you, it does. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, um, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but when it's <laughs> off in the distance and it was over the horizon, um, I could just see like light, and it was it was definitely moving. And I was like, okay, yeah. I think that might be the normal light. So I grabbed my camera and I set that up just to get a, you know, a quick photograph of it just to see if that's what i was seeing and when mm-hmm. i took the photo and i looked at it and zoomed in you could see the green because the camera picks up a lot more yeah. and i was like okay cool so i set the camera on um time lapse and i let it go for about 15 minutes and um you know i was in a hurry because uh, you know you don't know how long it's going to last usually it sure. just kind of dances and sometimes it'll just go away mm-hmm. and it'll be gone for a while so um I, uh, I yeah, stood up for about 15 minutes and rewatched it. I was like, my jaw just dropped because I couldn't mm. believe the colors that it picked up. And it was like dancing around again. First time I ever, I've ever seen it in person. Sure. And, um, and then something really strange happened. We, it, it, it got darker. So we were able to see a little bit of the green mm-hmm. and we're, we're just taking it in with our eyes at this point and just watching it. And all of a sudden we see, um this weird like crazy orange glow on the horizon of the hillside and this is across the lake so we're looking north we're on the south side of the lake we're looking Mm -hmm. directly north yeah on the north side right where the the um the northern lights are see this orange globe and it's getting brighter and brighter it wasn't even a globe at that point it was just like it looked like the hillside was on fire like a wildfire just started it's just and like I was, ominous and out of nowhere, you know, yeah. just, it was like, what the fuck is that? It was, it was <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I don't know. What is that? That's really strange. Like an uh, alien, like a spaceship was like, you know, coming up over the horizon. It's yeah. very bizarre. Yeah. And we both looked at it and we're like, we, I think we're watching a wildfire start. <laughs> like, oh, you know, like it, we kind of surprised us and, and then we were wrong and then we were wrong. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, yeah. We, realized, we, we realized it was the fucking moon coming up over the horizon. I'm telling you, it was the craziest <laughs> orange you had ever seen. Like, like this weird, hazy, like light, you know, and yeah, it was yeah. just very 
very strange. Yeah, Quick, Russ, bizarre. call 911. The moon yeah. rises. <laughs> Damn. No, it really threw us off. But I mean, that once we realized what it was, I was like, well, there goes the Northern Lights. We ain't going to see it anymore. And because yeah. it, it kind of, once it got above the horizon, I mean, there was nothing. Yeah. So um, that was a really cool spot. Wow. Great That's lake, awesome. free free for RV. You know, you could stay. I don't know if they had, even had a limit, but it was free. It was like in, the, in this tiny little town um, mm-hmm. in the middle of BC. Yeah. Uh, so it was a great rest stop for us because I think by the next day we had made it um, after we left Fraser, uh, we had made it to Stewart, right? Or Mez, Mezidon? I don't think so. I think there was one more stop. There was one more stop in there. <laughs> Regardless, I, I, there's I don't a remember. lot of stops. How many, how many nights are y'all important. averaging Hold on, on a, on a Let, stop right now? Are y'all like setting up and, and having a couple days to set up camp or are y'all kind of more true overlanding where you might maybe set up for a day, just get out, change, and then move as you're trying to get to Alaska or are you, are you able to enjoy this part of it yet? <laughs> Depends on the area. Um, mm, fair. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can hear you. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say it just depends on the area. Um, you know, there were certain places we knew we wanted to spend a little bit more time, so we stayed there longer. But for the most part, after Jasper, um, we were just trying to get to Alaska. And I think that was mm-hmm. pretty much just one night stops, except for we did, I think, spend two nights in a provincial campground called Mazayadin Junction. And hmm. that was mainly because it was nice, um, but you just kind of hit a wall, you know. And I mean, I hit a wall mm-hmm. and I'm not the one even driving. I, we probably already talked about this a little bit in our last. <laughs> a little bit. But you're just like, oh, this is a nice spot. Maybe, maybe you just want to stay two nights. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't <laughs> have to recover. Immediately yeah. move the next day. Yeah. So, but yeah, I would say after, for the most part, it was just, I mean, just overnighting somewhere. Uh, there were mm-hmm. rest stops. Uh, <clears throat> traveling through the Yukon, we stayed at some pretty, yeah, just straight up like rest stops, gravel with just idling Mack trucks mm-hmm. all night. <laughs> all night. Um, wow. Well, yeah. and let's be, let's be honest though, because you're at this point, you're, you're kind of in a time crunch, right? You don't want to get stuck in exactly. Alaska during winter. Like that would be worst case scenario. Yeah. So you still have, you know, once you get to the lower 48, it's a little bit more relaxed where you can spend, couple more you know nights there but if you have an objective in alaska you have a very small window to get to wherever you want to go so um, i see when you when you talk about the wall i totally understand because it's like your time frame your window is so short to actually experience alaska and be safe about it you know (laughs) yeah because we were already late in the season Mm -hmm. to getting there the shoulder season um Mm -hmm. It was like the end of, I think we got to Alaska, like August 26th or something. Mm, Well, that was May. That might be Haynes. Um, Mm -hmm. When we actually first crossed into Alaska was before then. And that's where we went to Hyder and Stewart. And I think I know what your epicness was, maybe. Salmon Glacier. That and 
the other things than Hyder. Just say it. Liz, I thought you were going to tell the story. I'm sitting here like twitching. I'm on right the now. edge of my seat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, tell me. I, I don't know. Somebody don't tell me what's going yeah. on. What's the thing at the place? I didn't I want to steal know. his thunder. No, I. But you couldn't remember. I don't. So I, still I was don't. trying to refresh your Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe. Maybe tell it was. Maybe it was uh, Sam and Glacier. That's what I'm assuming. And the bears. Yeah, yeah. I know, but that whole road, Those right? Were Talking cool. about the whole road. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we finally we finally did get the Stewart. And this I guess that's maybe the what I was talking about. So so Stewart is a town um in BC that borders um Alaska. That's this most southern town in Alaska mm-hmm. is called Hyder. Uh, across the border, there's a tiny town. Uh, I think there's like Hyder, smaller. Yeah, yeah, Hyder. Yeah, Hyder's like it might be a dozen residents or something like that. <laughs> Correct me Seriously. if I'm wrong, but it is. Yeah. It's an old. It's an old town. Small it's pretty town, run yeah. down, but yeah. But they have um, some really cute little shops there, though. That Stewart. are are still doing their thing. What? That's in Stewart. No, no, no. There's there's some old in shops Hyder? in Hyder as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, as soon as you cross the border, there's those two ladies that have the, they were on the porch. They waved to us. I don't remember what the shop was. It was like a gift shop or something. Hey, okay. Russ, uh, hang on. I got to yeah. stop you. I got to stop you yeah. for a second. I just looked it up. There's the population of Hyder's 12. You are not Is kidding. It really? it, it's <laughs> legitimately yeah. 12 in 2020. You are not yes. kidding. <laughs> 12 people. That's, that's the pitch that runs a post office. And because yep. you have to have a post office of your town, yeah. right? Yeah. There's a post office. And then I, I mailed oh, maybe something a, there. <laughs> maybe a gas station. They run the post no. office and the gas station. <laughs> no gas station. No, no gas no station. No gas station. Wow. You, you literally have to see U.S. Customs or Canadian Customs to go to gas station. Wow. That is wow. wow. Well, sorry to and, mean to interrupt, and, but that, that the was re- amazing. The reason for that is the road doesn't go anywhere, so it goes out to like okay. it ends at a mine. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the reason why we went to Hyder really was because uh, I think some folks earlier in the trip made sure that we went there because um, the some Germans, yeah, some some Germans. Um, the Germans <laughs> that we met, <laughs> they, they insisted, yeah, Mazidan actually, yes, right, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they actually told us we need to go there because they have a bear viewing or like an observation deck. Whoa, for the bears, <laughs> okay. so Fish Creek observation deck, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so essentially, awesome. you have, yeah, you have this, uh, this you know, salmon run creek, mm-hmm. uh, that. That the bears frequent, um, obviously for food. Um, it's totally wild, though. It just and the I think it's run by the U.S. Forest Service. Okay. And I guess they decided to capital. You know, tourists and people were coming anyway, and it was getting. I mean, unsafe. I don't yeah. know when they decided to make it. You know, a, a safe experience, but at some point, you know, just throngs of people, you know, found out that this was mm-hmm. a like an annual stop. So Got they it. built a deck. Uh, like a mm-hmm. long boardwalk runs from the parking lot all the way, like pretty good distance down the length of Fish Creek. And it's mm-hmm. really high. It's raised, you know, so it's safe for the humans and the bears. You know, there's mm-hmm. very, very limited chance of yeah. uh, 
a run in there. I mean, I guess if the bears were determined or if a human was stupid enough to go down there, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, it's all very safe and you're watching them, you know, do their natural behaviors and yeah. And, and now the bears, we're not cool. talking about, we're not talking about the black bears or the smokies. We're talking about like legit grizzlies. Yeah, the ones that eat you. But there's black bears there too. And they oh. actually, yep, we actually saw one a black bear that day. Well, we saw two wow. black bears that day and one or two grizzlies. Um, but yeah, Whoa. there's both there's both species there. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's more it's so the grizzlies that they could come wow. to feed on the the salmon um, oh, and also man. some cool birds. There's wolves. We didn't see any wolves. I did see a mink, um, mm, which, was, cool. which was really cool. The first yeah. and only one I've ever seen. Um, what's, a, what's a mink? Is it like a raccoon? Um, They're in the weasel family. Mm-hmm. They're just a bla- <laughs> like a weasel, like a, you know, an overgrown. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. With black fur, you know, people make coats out of them. <laughs> mink coats. Yeah, that's yeah, all. I knew, the, I knew the mink coat reference. I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen a mink. They're yeah. super uh, cute. Um, they're really cute. Are they mean? I don't think they're friendly. Okay, so that's a no. <laughs> that's, that's a yes. I mean, yes, they're mean. They're very uh, human avoidant. You know, they're like not adverse, really, yeah. Yes, yeah, they're not really looking to interact. I mean, he was in and out. Like I just saw like a flash, I was like, Oh my god, I saw a mink. And he's like, What, wow. huh? <laughs> um, yeah, it's a really cool spot. So if anyone listening is planning their trip to Alaska, definitely put it on your list, especially if it's in the early uh, fall, you know, during the salmon mm-hmm. run, um, yeah. really good chance. I mean, it's not guaranteed, of course, but a really good chance you're going to see grizzlies mm-hmm. eating while you're there. Wow, that's cool. I'm glad to uh, see that you're shooting awesome. at 200 millimeters, Russ. That's uh, I'm happy <laughs> yeah, to see that <laughs> you're maxed out on your. Yeah, zoom. yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay, I was I was going to ask when she was done yeah, sorry, if you could see the pictures. screen. Yeah. Can you see yes. my screen? I'm yes. sure. Okay. Um, yeah. There, about this there, bear. there he is. Yeah. I think uh, they said there was a four-year-old um, and they're brown wow. bears by the coast. They're called grizzly bears when they're inland, but they're the same. Mm. Oh, interesting. I didn't know uh, that there was a, huh. that's a, th- that's a thing. People definitely told us that. I, oh. that was oh, a thing. Correction. Uh, it is uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's mon- he's munching on a on a on a piece on a on a. Wow! I mean that that salmon was twice the size. Sub um, sub adult sub adult. Let me see if I can got a little uh, snacky yeah. snack. Well, what snack? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you you guys probably salmon. already know this. Wow. Uh, so as salmon travel upstream their body morphs and changes. Did y'all know this? So like they're, they're typically a, like a saltwater. Some, you know, they come from brackish waters is more probably mm-hmm. more appropriate, but then as they go to fresh water, their body changes and, and like their, I call it their snout, but like their, uh, like maybe it's a beak. I don't know. Uh, but like their, their nose. Yeah. They get like a hump yeah. and it gets and elongated. It gets it's wild. Uh-huh. The whole process that they go through. Did not know that amorphosis. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> we wow. also found out um, 
here watching this that uh you know I, we, you would see the the bear catch a fish and he would just mm-hmm. kind of take a chunk out of it and then like throw it out and i was like what huh. you know i asked someone else you know there were some people who were like yeah this is my sixth day here like i mean people are get wow, really into it, come it. Yeah. Day, just to see what else may show up um wow and someone told me, and we did later confirm it, that they've developed a taste for, so the ones they're spitting out are the males. Um, what they're looking wow. for is the females that are carrying the roe. Oh, um, interesting. So they want the roe, and I think the females are a little fattier. Mm-hmm. So they just know it's more calorie dense. And Oh, interesting. So for people not watching and, the YouTube live, Russ is showing pictures of brown or grizzly bears standing on their feet <laughs> it's debatable. Um, tall it's debatable. tall and scary um, yeah. i wouldn't want to cross paths with these guys and the other picture no. was a, a a bear just chomping a fish in the river and it was this is it's, this is for the same record or for the same record for the for the record this is the same bear yeah um, okay. it was only one at this at this time so this guy uh, like ran down the down the stream and chased some salmon wow yeah i I do i mean somewhere wow i can't pull it up right now we're woefully unprepared yeah but yeah this is is awesome awesome he was just like national geographic pictures right here yeah like these are what's the old guy that narrates all the the national geographic films morgan freeman no (laughs) attenborough david attenborough yeah yeah david it's like david attenborough like yeah. The grizzly bear is eating yeah. a fish. Wow, that's a pretty river. good uh, <laughs> Alaska. When we first got there, there was a black bear. You have his picture. Uh, I don't think so. so. Well, it was he was okay. Maybe it was in this ah. area though. This this pond. Yeah. Well, don't go to that one yet. Ish. We didn't talk um, about so that yet. Th- there was a black bear over there, and then the grizzly was eating over here. Oh, he's is this the bear running? Yeah. yeah yeah that's cool so, yeah he, you can see him he's just chasing after shit and then as soon as something moves he's like oh fuck that i'm, he, I'm gonna get it he was leaving and you think okay that's it and then he would just be like eh i think i'll go back you i'm know? so hungry and, and yeah he'd yeah. just turn around and run back down the stream wow. and he did that a few times be like oh he's gone oh wait he's back yeah. <laughs> he's like super playful and i mean appeared to be wow. playful i'm sure the yeah. fish didn't think so but, uh, <laughs> as he's just like you know yeah man handling them bear handling wow. them uh, it was really cool wow. and there was some we, burps. we could just stayed there all day honestly yeah. like that just watching them that close i mean we're you're on this deck it's like 20 feet off the the, the water level mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. bears are just right underneath you I mean, wow. you, I didn't, I didn't even think I needed a 200 millimeter lens to shoot it. I mean, it was that close. Oh, wow. That's cool. So, wow. <clears throat> um, we, yeah. So we, yeah, like I said, we could have stayed there all day, but you know, we, mm-hmm. we had a, we had a secondary objective, um, which was uh salmon glacier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can, it's pretty accessible. Um, especially the view, uh, from a view there's a there is a viewpoint that everybody goes to um but you can pretty much get glimpses of so that this glacier is massive 
I wish I had some facts and some stats, but I don't. <clears throat> um, the glacier comes off of an ice field and it mm-hmm. splits, which is really wild. Um, you gonna fact check some stuff? <laughs> She's on it. Let's keep the illusion of. So while while you're you're um, talking about it, why is it called Salmon Glacier? Is it because of that split or what? Like, no. What? name for i don't know it might that might have something to do with the the fact that it's a major salmon run area oh okay um but this is the this would be kind of a the west or south leg of it yeah this is on our on your on your way up to the viewpoint um so you can kind of like i said you can get glimpses of it on the trail on the way up and it's just an incredible view um and did some pretty cool edits of that Oh, you did like a ten-year time lapse there, right? <laughs> that's awesome. That's so cool. That's it. Uh, it it looks like it's it's hard to tell how how big it really is by the yeah. pictures. It, it is. It's Whoa. so it's so massive. I think it's the largest glacier in North America that you can see by car okay okay. yeah they can actually drive too man that's i mean you see mountain peaks in that photo and then just the glaciers nestled between those like that's that just gives you the scale and it's even then i can't imagine how big it actually looks in person yeah it's giant wow yeah, I need to see like a Land Cruiser down there so I know like <laughs> reference. I don't, I don't know if you'd be able to see a Land Cruiser down there. <laughs> yeah, it would have six cup work. holders though if it uh, was down there. So, <laughs> <laughs> or two. Yeah, or two. <laughs> series. Well, d- depends on the Land Cruiser you you, you choose to send printed. down there. Yeah, <laughs> it'd have to be yeah. a solid axle. <laughs> <laughs> Or I'd be Honestly, okay with any, yeah. any Toyota Overland vehicle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yes. There's the hey. Okay, that's a big glacier. Anyway, <laughs> some sort of perspective. With a Toyota for scale. Uh, Salmon glacier. It's yeah. big. Mm-hmm. It is very large. Um so uh we, we had done our little exp- exploration of that area. Um mm-hmm. and but some lady <clears throat> Not the Germans, but some other lady <laughs> had uh, had had told me about um, another spot where a glacier might be that you could that you could hike to. Um, by this time, Liz was, I think, you were a little burnout on the up whole there day already. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like this was probably four, three or four p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, we got back to the that viewpoint. And, uh, I saw some people coming down over the hill and that's kind of where I was, I was, Liz was driving. I'm in the passenger seat. I got the map out. I got Gaia and I'm mm-hmm. trying to spot this place that this lady might've been talking about. And we get back to, up to the viewpoint. Like I said, there were some people coming down over the hill. I was like, that's gotta be it. So I approached them and I said, Hey, is there a glacier up on top of that hill? And they're like, yeah, but I mean, it's quite a hike. And, um, he, he pulled out his phone and he showed me like a picture of him standing with, you know, his arms like up in the air and there's a yeah. big ass glacier behind him. 
So I was like, all right, looks like I'm going up this hill and I'm going to check this out because I, the, the last thing I want to do is leave this place without sure. stepping yeah. on a glacier. I wanted to, I wanted to walk on a glacier, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I went back to the truck, told Liz that I was uh, going to take off. I think you were pretty much like, no, I'm not going. I'm just going to stay in the yeah, truck. I didn't want to go. <clears throat> so um, it's I didn't. dangerous. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's my middle name. Um, and and I was tired. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, you just go. It's fine. <laughs> she was happy to take a nap in the truck <laughs> while yeah. I hiked. Um, it was a pretty tough hike, actually. Um, it was, mm-hmm. I mean, it. It was brutal. Um, in fact, once I got over the first hump, <laughs> it was uh, very rocky. Um, mm-hmm. You could clearly see the glacier had once been there because a lot of the rocks have been scraped. You know, they've been yeah. worn down by the glacier. And then all the deposited rocks that had been carrying, just they just dropped. So, like, it was mm-hmm. really, really rocky, loose rock. And yeah. then you could see all the... Um, glaciated rock i don't know what you call that i forget the name of it but uh so anyways i get you know it just seemed like oh it's got to be over the next hump it's got to be an over the next hump and i just kept going up and up and up and by this time i'm sweating my balls off i get about halfway up and i'm like i better take a picture of like the ridge where i came up so i can kind of eyeball it when i'm coming back yeah yeah i go to reach for my phone i have no phone um, then I look at my camera. I was just going to take a f- picture with my camera and my camera had 15% left Oh no! and I'm going on this like adventure and I have no phone and barely any, um, battery in the camera. Yeah. So, uh, I panicked and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make the best of it. If I have to enjoy yep. this by myself with no electronics, I'm going to do it. And yep. <laughs> So, uh, hauled ass, uh, cause I knew that Liz was waiting back in the truck for me. Um, and I was kind of at a, I was kind of challenging myself. I'm like, how fast can I get up there? Um, cause this <laughs> dude yeah. was like it, this dude was like, it'll take you like two hours. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it in 45. I bet you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it took me 52 minutes to get up to the top. Whoa. Um, oh, you're hustling. Yeah. <laughs> That's the powder I mean, hound. I know. He's yeah. a total speed demon. He, I mean, he regularly just leaves me behind. On I, I just, I see open trail ahead of me and I just I have to go. I, I like, yep. I want my heart rate to go up. I want to, I want to be sweating. Like I want to feel like I'm working out. Yep. So yeah, I'm just hustling. Um, so I get to the top and finally I see this glacier and I'm, I'm like, you know, I, I've got the chills. I'm just, I can't believe what I'm looking at. I'm this close to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is actually after I had crossed three streams, um, got wet. Um, my, my left foot got dunked in one because I mean, oh, we're talking God. like I, I had a running start. It was the only way to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Um, I didn't see any easier way. So yeah, foot, foot wet. Um, I finally get to the, like the lake that it's creating this, this glacier mm-hmm. is creating a, like a lake up there. And, uh, there's one more stream crossing, uh, did a full on hurdle, uh, like 10 feet across this damn thing <laughs> landed on the other side, got my other foot wet. So I got two, two soaking wet boots. 
Um, oh man, and, that water's and, uh, not cold at all on your toes. So no, not no, at all. It was, no, it was like in the Caribbean. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> that blue water means it's yeah. nice and warm, right? <laughs> it was blue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, at this point, I'm like, it's just overwhelmed with excitement sure. and and i get up to the glacier and I, i'm just putting my hand on it i'm just feeling this thing and mm-hmm. you know we've been close to glaciers but we've never been like on one you know yeah and uh i looked right well i mean i had already seen it but it was like this tunnel that i could mm-hmm. clearly walk into and i'm like yeah. i'm definitely i'm definitely going in there i came all the way up here yeah. i worked so hard yeah. i am definitely stepping foot in there <laughs> I'm and I mean, the glit, the glit, it's like 80 degrees still. Oh, no, it wasn't 80 degrees up there, but it was pretty warm. Yeah. Um, so the glacier is melting. There's water just, you know, dripping off of it. I'm like getting water on my camera and shit. Mm-hmm. I finally get inside the glacier. And like I said, I knew I only had like 10 to 15% on my camera, on my battery. Yeah. And it's like i gotta make the most of this so i turn it around and like i'm recording myself and i'm like in tears because i'm just like so excited about sure. what, uh, what I'm, I'm doing right now i'm like inside a glacier yeah. and uh you know by the time i, I finished saying what i was saying which i'll never show anybody because <laughs> it's kind of an intimate moment for myself sure. but, yeah um i spent another like 10 15 minutes inside this like tunnel yeah. Um. Uh, you know that that a, a stream had created over time, and it was just magical, man. It was just mm. the blue inside with the sun peeking through. All, you know, all that all that ice was just incredible. In fact, I, you know what? I'll try to share this. That's um. I mean, that's it's just took a poo from from all the conversations we've had leading up to this point. Like, I can it it, it feels like almost like your i don't know if i call it an aha moment but like definitely like was this the the i've made it moment like i'm in it kind of a thing uh with all the travel all the planning all of the the movement to get to alaska right and and you're you find yourself hanging out inside a glacier this was definitely the moment I knew it was real. I was like, we're definitely nah, in Alaska. Nice. I'm wow. standing inside <laughs> a fucking glacier. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, I, yeah. I mean, I had a moment with myself and like I said, I'll never, I'll probably never show anybody the video that I took. Uh, it was like kind of a talking head thing. You know, I'm just pointing the camera back at my face and I'm just, I don't even know what I said. I can't remember at this point. I kind of was just on a high. Mm-hmm. I was just spitting out whatever was on my, on my brain, nice. you know? Wow. Um, so can you guys see my screen yet? Yeah. 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 See yeah. that? Okay. So that, that's where, um, I had already crossed. Um, and what we're looking at here is that lake that I was talking about, um, to the right of it was where all the water empties out and goes down mm-hmm. the valley. That's where I had to jump over and got my feet wet. Um, that's the only way to get to this side is to jump over that that part of the stream Mm -hmm. the guy that showed me the video didn't go that far he was way off to the right pussy and and he (laughs) exactly he actually even told me he's like if you want to you could probably get over there and he's like well we didn't do that i said i'm fucking going yeah i don't Um, know what that does (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, I entered it right around this first little glacier there. Actually, that's probably not even glacier. That's probably last year's snow just sitting right Mm -hmm. in front of the tunnel there. But, um, yeah, I walked around and. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those look awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So this is, I mean, there's looking back up through the tunnel and those blues there. I mean, this is unedited. Jeez. I have not edited wow. that photo. That is yeah, just that's raw. That is a raw that's photo. amazing. I mean, if you're on YouTube live right now, you're getting a treat. I mean, these yeah. freaking pictures are amazing. Wow. That's nuts. And, and the scale's kind of weird. Cause you know, there's nothing else there to tell you what, mm-hmm. you know, to, to give you a scale there, but that's probably you're standing in the water below there. It's probably 30, 40 feet. To the oh wow that's yeah. oh wow yeah I, I was gonna say it was like 10 or 12 feet but oh man that's crazy it's crazy to see the formations that come off the ice too like in a normal cave right you have like yeah. a, it comes down to drips it's wild yeah so that was a that was a real moment like you said um that was when i knew it was real well you you're know? seeing a million years in the in the past that's what yeah. those are Right, like you're right. literally looking into the past when you see and touch yeah. that stuff. Been there. That's for incredible. So long. Yeah, ten thousand some years. Yeah, at least. That's crazy, dude. But yeah, then we went back. You know, after. I, oh wait, there's more to that. Um, <clears throat> this is. There is more to that. So um, I was. Uh, um. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Liz just wrote a list of all the things we, all the stops we need to talk about. And I'm like, oh shit, there's so much more. But this one, okay. So wait, I'll do this quickly. So I'm, um, I took my backpack off, um, to do my camera thing. I had all the gear in there, so I, I, I knew I was going to be hauling ass up this hill. So I put everything in the backpack. Yeah. When I got up there, I took it off, took the camera out, and I left my backpack outside. Mm-hmm. And um. After I was done doing my thing inside the glacier, I walk out, I put the backpack on, I put the camera back in, started hauling ass back down, and I took a different route. I was like, maybe if I go this way, I won't have to cross so many streams. (laughs) And I get about, I don't know, 15 minutes back down the hill, and Mm -hmm. I realized that um, I didn't have my bear spray. Oh, and I was like, oh, which I knew that I hooked on oh. prior to, you know, coming up. I knew I, mm-hmm. I knew it was on me. So yeah. well, you had I'm just like, gotten sh- done taking pictures of a bunch of bears eating fish. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like, <laughs> when I realized it was gone, I was like, um, okay, I got to make a decision here. Do I, do I want to wait and leave $60 sitting back up there and then risk running into a bear on the way back? Or should I go back and do it? So I, I made the decision to go back, had to go mm-hmm. all the way back up the hill again. I crossed another stream, kind of got off track a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there it was the, the fucking bear spray was right where I right took my backpack there. off. Yeah. Wow. So that added another 40 minutes um, to my whole round trip. And uh, finally I did get back down to, uh, to Liz. Mm. And we did stop back at the the bear observation deck again because once you buy yes. a ticket, you get it for the whole day. Um, it's okay. like ten bucks too. It was like you know, very no reason not to buy it. You know, if you're sure. there. 
Um, but yeah, we stopped twice. I think we saw, I think there was another brown bear there. And then we saw two black bear that evening mm-hmm. as well. So Haynes um, was next on our list of places, but we were going to spend, um, we had planned on spending like a week or two there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- think we settled on two, but anyway, so. So you're, so you're, well, you're like, let me stop for a second. You're like yeah. settling in, in places now, right? We're not, we're kind of trying well, to, we're getting out of the overlanding and more into the, the, the true setting of we're going to stay here for uh, at least a few days and, and take in a location. Exactly. Good question. Because like, like we were talking about before all the stops to get us from like Jasper and that, that area over there to mm-hmm. here have been like overnighters, just can't, you know, find a camp spot and we're waking up the next morning and moving again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, once we got to Haynes and Haynes between Hyder and Haynes is another couple of days. Um, believe it or not. Wow. What's the, <laughs> it's, what's it's, like, it's what's our date big. time frame? We October. Eight, um, okay. So we got to Haynes on eight twenty seven. Okay. Um, so you're okay. Wow. You're, you're end of, end of October. When does winter start in Alaska? Like, when is it like winter is here? Game of Thrones shit. Like winter. <laughs> I don't know exactly when it goes like negative <laughs> degrees, but, um, we want, we knew we wanted to be out of there. Um, we knew we wanted to be out of there before the, the winter, the real winter hit. Yeah. Um, when, it when was did we fall like already? You know, it was fall pretty much <clears throat> as soon as we crossed into Canada, it felt like fall, just like the light was different. And then mm. from Alaska on, it, you know, <clears throat> it never got, um, I think towards the end of our time in Alaska, it was dipping into the 30s, yeah. maybe even low 30s at night. But um, truthfully, it wasn't really that cold yet, but it felt cold for the time of year because it was August. <laughs> nice. nice. You know, <laughs> like, okay, the high is in the 40s today and it's August. So that feels very strange as a, a southerner. And even to Russ, you know, it's not 40 degrees in Pennsylvania in August either. So we feel like we had been in winter basically ever Y'all, y'all had a long winter in Alaska. We, we did, we have. (laughs) Yeah. So, so I just checked my notes. Uh, we left Alaska around, um, October 7th, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. And, and it was, it was getting dicey at that point. Ooh, it was getting, it was getting dicey. So, so you're end of August. Stormier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ooh, like like you might get stuck there if you don't make a move. Yeah, just the weather yeah. was getting angrier. More yeah, the irritating. sky the <laughs> sky looked angrier. Lots the, more yeah. wind, tumultuous. Yeah, mm, yeah. Um, so, but hey, I'm I'm jumping ahead. I'll, I'll bring it back here. So we're we're end of August. You've gotten into Haynes, and and as you were coming back in, Liz, we were talking about how y'all kind of switched from pure nomadic to kind of setting up some camp mm-hmm. and, you know, really enjoying the, the, the areas that you're visiting and you've kind of traveled so far to get to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Haynes was the, Haynes was one of those spots where we, we knew we wanted to spend a little time there. It was a good yep. time of the year uh, with the salmon run. 
um, the first day we got there. So my, my buddy from Tuscaloosa that I got all this podcast gear from had recommended this, um, this, that I reach out to this person. She lived in Haines and she had a, um, a second gen Tacoma with the GFC, uh, camper on it. And I was like, cool, we'll, we'll reach out to her when we get there. And, um, we were, you know, we were grocery shopping across the street from the brewery after we we're done grocery shopping. I was like, we're getting a beer. We just got the Hanes. We we're officially like locked into Alaska. And, um, we went over got a beer and sat down. I think we were two beers in, which we weren't staying much longer than that. And I heard somebody over my shoulder say, Hey, help yourself. And like lay this, like, please have some of this cookie cake. Yeah. It was a cookie cake. She laid on the <laughs> table behind us. And, and I turned around and I was like, ah, look at this. This is like, you know, it's like a cheers here. Yeah. And um, everybody knows everybody there. Yeah. Some random person came in here and offered everybody else food. You know, it was kind of cool. And I took note of us even was like, do you want some cake? Yeah. Help yourself. Have some cake. So (laughs) this person looked familiar. Um, So I looked back at the Instagram account that my buddy sent me and it was her. Whoa. I mean, I'm not even kidding you. Just what are the chances? Yeah. Completely random. Well, yeah, it's no hider with 12. But yeah, I was yeah. going to say, the chances are pretty high there. But... Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we, I, I, went, I went over to her and I had my, hand, my phone in my hand and I'm like, tap her on the shoulder. And the first thing I said was, is this you? Because I was just <laughs> like, I, I couldn't think of anything else better to Hold say. Your phone up. Is this you? <laughs> She's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? How does he know me, you know? And I was like, you're never going to believe this, but my buddy from Tuscaloosa, blah, blah, blah. And I told her the whole st- story. And like Liz said, <clears throat> Um, we became very good friends with them, um, her and her boyfriend Beardsley, uh, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we ended up, they offered their place to us. They offered, you know, wow. wifi and laundry mm-hmm. and all that stuff to us. And it just really worked out. They're great people. And, um, as, as Liz said, we actually spent time with them again in Seattle later in wow. our trip, which is really <laughs> awesome. That's cool. And, uh, also, I think, uh, unique point to also maybe why we bonded a little bit so much was, I mean, they did have the Tacoma in common and all of that. Um, but she, she, uh, left Georgia to just start a mm-hmm. whole new life basically yeah. in Alaska or a new chapter. Let's say she just wasn't exactly like happy, um, in Georgia and had always yeah. dreamed of doing that. And she lived out of her Tacoma and the GFC for like four and a half oh, months. Cool. Yeah. Um, traveling. So she's, you know, had done the kind of nomadic thing. Um, sure. and so we had all of that to just bond and commiserate over. And, yeah. uh, yeah, it was, um, she's, you know, we've, we talk a lot about, we already have met some pretty special people on our trip that we think mm-hmm. we will have lifelong friendships with, you know, and I mean, Rebecca is number one. I mean, we both just said that the other day. Uh, yeah. And it's just, I don't know. The people you meet has been um, one of the most, I, I mean, I knew we would meet people, but it's been kind mm-hmm. of surprising in some ways. Well, I think, so I think that that's a bigger point that I think should be uh, kind of explored because when y'all started this trip, one of the things that I said is like, 
what y'all are doing are, is extraordinary, right? Like it's not commonplace to, to leave everything that you're comfortable with and, and everything that you know and start exploring the world we, mm-hmm. we inhabit, right? And so I think, and then once you find people that have done something similar to that, there's an immediate connection. Yeah. Or there's like an immediate understanding fundamentally of like, there's a lot of struggles in trying to figure out where to go next and who to talk to and, and mm-hmm. how to get there. And, and there's that, that, that common ground between travelers that is just unexplainable. And so I think that's why I'm sure there's more reasons why, you know, the person that you, that you ran up to said, is this you on an Instagram? <laughs> uh, uh, but why you guys connected so well, because mm-hmm. fundamentally you had this, this deeply rooted connection that even though you guys have never crossed paths, paths in the past uh you understood each other which is so special. right yeah yeah exactly. she got she got it uh, mm-hmm. qu- pretty quickly she understood she's like oh yeah i, I get it yeah yeah <laughs> let's 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 invite these crazy people over for dinner or something like that <laughs> they're good people he just ran up to me with an instagram post but uh, yeah, yeah they're good people <laughs> <laughs> no it, it was great it, it was yeah. really yeah, like you said uh, those bonds that we've made with certain people i, I mean definitely what about uh LJ, what about like Brandon from? Tom? I was about to say Russ. You know, I, I like to think I'm I'm good with people, but like Russ knows how to meet good people. Uh, you know, we were we were out in Lake Tahoe, and all of a sudden Russ comes around the corner with this six four Canadian in a one piece Canadian 1970 ski suit. And, it's a Canadian uh, Air Force suit. Yeah, like. <laughs> and the dude the dude's awesome like we we ran around with him the next two days and <laughs> drank beers chased powder and had a great time uh and so i'm like i'm not surprised at this point like after hanging out with russ a few weeks ago in tahoe for a week i'm like i'm not surprised he just met somebody in the middle of alaska and they moved in for two weeks like does yeah. not surprise me at all <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. i'm like that checks out that sounds like some shit russ will do i bet he had a good i bet he got i bet it was great i bet they had a blast for that two weeks too oh man i mean we did. we actually had moved the camper right like down the street like Parked I mean, on the side of the road, we, we, right by yeah, their house, just so we like, could be close to them. Yeah, we'd be like, all right, what time should we come over in the morning? And she'd be like, oh, well, like, nine's good. You know, I'll, I'll make, I mean, she'd make us all, uh, she's just, I mean, the consummate host, too. Yeah. You know, we can't say yeah, enough good awesome. things about her, but uh, mm-hmm. she was really the highlight of Haynes because it was mm. really a, just a, I don't know, just an amazing thing that we met her and the friendship the three of yeah. us now have and Beardsley too. We didn't get to spend as much time with him because he didn't work. He doesn't work remote. He was out at yeah. the house more and, and stuff. But Haynes also itself was very beautiful. We had mm. a, more bears there um, at a yeah. site there. We saw more bear nature. We saw more bear, more bears, mothers and cubs than anywhere else oh, in Alaska cool. I mean, in Haynes. They would come down on huh. the Chilkoot or Chilkat. Um, that was the uh, Chilkoot. Chilkoot, yeah. They had the weir, mm-hmm. which is a contraption to slow Here, hold on. or gotta... count the fish. So what? It, what? So what she's talking about, <laughs> trying to talk about here, is uh, it's called a, it's called a weir, and it's a it's a mechanical device that they put across the stream, mm-hmm. and you see these little 
Am I sharing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you see Fish all these little jump. bars. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Some... it funnels them into an area that uh, they have to swim through so they can count how many fish are going upstream. Mm. Ah. Um, and the bears caught on to this, so they're like, "Oh, like, like a how convenient!" Here. Yeah, <laughs> mama, mama comes fishing here. Yeah, so um, and the eagles do too. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, so, the eagles. Yes, yeah, so the bears just like okay. cross the road right, right down the street from me. Look, there's people right behind them. Idiots. Yeah. Um, oh wow. Yeah, they just come out of the woods and they just walk right across this weir and they get in the water and they just pluck these fish right out, and then the mother just pops them up to their cubs mm. as a few herself yeah gives gives them her scraps yeah yep. the seagulls oh, are there so, and they walk too. on it it's like a fence yeah. for them too yeah, yeah. yeah. there's that's actually so cool. a walkway behind that um the forest for service i guess or the fish and wildlife fish and game yeah um, you know they are managing and trying to track the salmon populations and sure. all of that so they have access they're the only humans who are supposed to cross that uh, bridge. Um, although we did see a few people you know, being idiots, not yeah. necessarily walking on it, but just total disregard for man. These are good grizzlies, no. whatever you want to call them. But uh, oh, what? Yeah, what I actually yelled at that? one dude. He, one dude was literally standing right at the end of the weir, and there were two black bear, or two brown bears trying to come down the hill, Jeez. and I'm like. Uh, Bro, there's a bear behind you, and I like had to take a step towards him to tell him because he, he just oh. didn't get it. I'm like, dude, you need to move because a bear is about to come down here and step oh. out on this thing. Because they, they would just come down you. from the mountain, like mm-hmm. you know, and just the mountainside is just right here, and then there's the road, and they just cross, and they just like appear out of nowhere coming down the mountain. You yeah. know, this forested, you can't see, just all of a sudden there's sure. bears crossing the road in the crosswalk. Jeez. Yeah. Well, that's nice that they use a crosswalk. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah. considerate of them. They're, they're smart. Well they done. actually yeah, built. Well they actually uh, just read like they built that area up to accommodate more traffic because people were mm-hmm. driving through and and walking. So they put like a little standing area that you're supposed to stay in. Yeah. But the uh, the the rangers really weren't doing a very good job of of controlling that and mm. it. It Everyone wasn't, wanders closer. Yeah, it was a, it was an, it was a complaint. Even I had, yeah. as a visitor, was like these people are just putting themselves in danger. They're 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 not making it easy for the bears to do what they need to do. Yep. So yeah, yeah. Hmm. It was a situation for sure. <laughs> Can imagine. Um, yeah. But uh, where did we go next? Are we done with Haynes? Haynes, oh, you know what? You know what else we did in Haynes, too? Um, we met um, Julian and Lise. We did meet Julian. Julian uh, works for uh, Hip Camp. Um, oh, you guys cool. Are with yep. Hip Camp. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's one of the, the originals. Um, he's been, been with Hip Camp for a long time. And, um, and the only reason why I'm bringing it up is because it will come full circle uh, in, mm-hmm. a, in two weeks. We're actually going to see them again. Um, we did hang with them in, in Alaska in Haines, but we were, we are going to see them again on the 28th because we're going to Baja with them for like four weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Um, we're going to tour Baja, California with them. Awesome. Um, Baja. So anyways, yeah. Baja. Nice. We're, we're going to do the Baja 500. 
<laughs> oh, good luck. You better not take this coma. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't take my land cruiser on it either. Yeah, it wouldn't last 10 minutes. Oh, man. So, um, where do we go? Haynes and then... Where you have it? You already have it written? Oh, look at that. Um, Haynes, we went to, uh, let's see. Denali. Yeah, we had to cross the border again and then cross the border again because you go into (laughs) Yukon. You go into the Yukon, you have to cross in and then cross back. So then uh, we stopped in Toke and then went south from Delta Junction. And then took the Denali Highway. Um, the oh, Denali cool. Highway was <clears throat> was on the list uh, of of things that you have to do when you go there, especially if you're an overlander. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe not advisable with a um, with a trailer that we had, but um, <laughs> nevertheless, um, it worked out. We 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 had to choose two, one of two routes, and one mm-hmm. and and one seemed better than the other, so we picked yeah. the uh, the Denali Highway. Um, we almost ran out of gas. We got our first flat tire on the Denali mm-hmm. Highway. Um, on the camper. Yeah, on the camper, right? Which it wasn't okay. a disaster. It, it's it actually couldn't have happened at a better place than it did. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't moving when we realized it. Um, in fact, uh, another truck came up beside us and was like, Hey, you guys uh, realize you have a flat tire, right? And yeah, we're we like, <laughs> what? Oh, wow. That's <laughs> we, good we just happened good timing. To, yeah. yeah we, we were stopping to take some photos and the guy pulled up next to us. Um, but then like right up the road was a nice flat, huge flat pullout. And we we're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is perfect. So it took us all of 30 minutes or so, 30, 40 minutes to, um nice. to plug the tire and that was it back on the road but we you finished it. Denali. you didn't even change it you just plugged it i plugged it that's awesome so i nice. wonder that would be something cool to learn from our listeners is like how many folks listen know how to plug a tire yeah, right i've got a cool plug pull. kit and yeah. i've watched a couple of videos on it but i've never <laughs> actually plugged a tire like y'all might be have y'all plugged a tire you guys i've plugged the tire I've you plug tire? Okay, tire. so we got we got a fifty percent ratio of tire pluggers <laughs> here. Uh, but like, I mean, that's that's pretty impressive, I must say. So you plugged it, aired it up, like you're good it, to go after that. It looks easier than changing a tire. Says the person who doesn't do either. Just saying, <laughs> it, like it. I feel like it's, it would be a good thing to know and get a kit. Yeah, like I'm on board. I agree, LJ. I, I carry a kit Apparently, now. Uh, I, I'm gonna hope Russ is with me whenever I have to use it, so I can have someone that's done uh, it before. <laughs> I've stick it I've in and pull it out. I've plugged what, numerous what tires. That, <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about how do you plug a tire? Yeah, I, I've plugged uh, numerous tires. Um, you disconnected the trailer. Yeah, we did. You have to um, because. Uh, I think I needed it because of the, no, the onboard air doesn't, well, it could, it could have reached, but I, I don't know. I don't remember why I did that. Cause he had to, didn't it? Cause he had to jack up the trailer. Yeah. Airline. We didn't necessarily need to, we didn't Your airline doesn't look quite long enough that you used to go from where your oh, compressor looks to be. Passenger side. But I have an extra one though. I like understand. I have a longer one. I can't, I just don't remember why I, uh, 
I did it. But that was uh, for photos. Helm here. It's okay. Yeah. Did I say it? Yeah, I think you said it. <laughs> you want to get the motorcycle in the truck with the. Taco it looked plate. great. It's like I mean. I think there was a valid reason. I don't remember. We need to we need to get this to the company that makes your tire plugs and make sure they understand how epic their plugs are. Yeah, on the hitch. I I want to say it was like a Harbor Freight kit. So (laughs) oh, that doesn't matter. I got the Walmart slime kit, and it's perfect. I mean, it 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 worked. It uh, we didn't have any other issues with it. I don't think until we got like exploded. That was like way later. <laughs> you left that part out. It didn't have oh, anything yeah. to do it with the plug. Okay? It was a long time yeah. after. Okay. If, if, if it, it wasn't was in Alaska, it's not pertinent to right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Alaska was the worst of it, man. The roads there are horrendous. Yeah, the Denali Highway is just like a gravel trail. There it is. Oh, wow. That's, that's the road. Wow. That's yeah. the road. I mean, that's gorgeous. You know, people call yeah. that people people go find those roads around here and call it overlanding. Yeah. Yeah. Seen yeah. This, never seen seen those potholes like would this. swallow a Prius. Yeah. And not that is... they were lifted. I've seen the lifted ones. They won't swallow those up. <laughs> those things are pretty badass. <laughs> they are. Uh, that's beautiful, drive, dude. Like, I'm I just seeing the, the layers awesome. of this photograph. Like mm-hmm. the longer mm-hmm. I look at it, I'm like, oh yeah, there's the mountains and there and there's this and that. That's snow, and, not clouds. Oh yeah. God. Isn't it crazy how like it's what a great picture, man. Yeah. I highly recommend the Denali Highway. It's and I mean, we were there in fall. Um, so there was a lot of color. Mm. It, it, absolutely beautiful you know i'm sure i know summer is a popular time to visit i think that would be fun to see sometime too but just the color was just i don't know it just oh, felt wow. like seeing something um that not everyone who's been to alaska gets to see this is mm-hmm. already like the end of their tourist season like everything pretty much s- closes september 15th mm. um you know, campgrounds are closing. It, it's just kind of crazy because to us and to me, you know, September still feel like that would be prime camping weather mm-hmm. or outdoors weather. And football season. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is football season. Um, but it was just absolutely, I mean, it was just so beautiful. Just this mm-hmm. drive. And it's not, it's not a difficult drive except the potholes. I mean, you do, it's in bad condition. <laughs> Um, but not the worst road we saw in Alaska, surprisingly, but highly recommend it. Um, like I said, it's not hard, you know, you can do it in a, you know, just a, your basic sedan, just watch out for the potholes. Yeah. The potholes, it's more of a dodging thing than it is like, you know, it's so beautiful though. Yeah. This spot, this actual, actually this picture here for your watchers, um, this is the one location on the Denali Highway that you can actually see Denali. Um, oh, yeah. Denali. Although you cannot see Denali here, okay. it is covered up in clouds up in this area. Um, uh, wow. Always. But, yeah, it, it on a clear day, you can you can see Denali here. We, wow. We've been told. <laughs> yeah, so we've been told. <laughs> I didn't see Denali the entire time 
when she was in view. Russ saw it once, and yes, I was with him, but I couldn't make heads or tails of what I was seeing. But I, I think they say she, they refer to her as a as a she. Um, yeah. Shows, you know, herself like three or four days a month, maybe. Wow. So, yeah, just the clouds, um, you know, it's like 20,000 something feet up. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20,310. Mm-hmm. Wow. She's a, she's it shrunk 10 feet Insane. over the last uh, couple decades. Shrunk? That's what it no. says. <laughs> shrunk 10 feet. Oh. I thought it, yeah. I thought it was uh, one of those really, really slow growing mountains, but I guess I was wrong. I guess I heard wrong. It was measured in 1950s. So the technology oh, in the 50s <laughs> versus now, yeah. is, you know, that's said to. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Crazy. So Denali, the Denali Highway obviously takes you towards Denali. Um, if you're going that way west, um, uh, we the after we finished the the highway, we our plan was to spend a couple days um, exploring and learning about uh, Denali and the park and the wilderness there. Um, so we we did go in um, to the. I was trying to think. We the first night we actually stayed on the end of the highway. The Denali Highway. Excuse me. Um, and then the next day, I think we moved inside the park mm-hmm. to like a campground that you know could accommodate RVs, obviously. Um, and then we did uh, we did the bus tour there, which was, you know, I'm not a bus tour kind of guy. Um, but your taco says different. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we we decided to do the bus tour um and it was i could see if there was maybe better weather a different time of the season it might be Mm -hmm. incredible because of the wildlife um yeah so the interesting thing about the bus tour is you can only take you can only drive a vehicle so far within the park um and they don't yeah he confirmed he could hear me. Um, you know, because they want to keep it as wild as possible. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I forget the mileage, but you can't, you know, drive your own vehicle however many miles in the park. If you want to go further by vehicle, you have to take uh, one of the Denali bus tours. And um, you can, there's it. So there is hiking and stuff too, of course, but. There's not that many, um, like actual trails in Denali. It's Mm -hmm. more just wild, just straight backcountry hiking and stuff. And just with the time of year, we did do a hike there, but with the time of year, temperatures being a little bit unpredictable and wildlife on the move, you know, bears are fattening up for hibernation. Um, they're a little bit more, uh, hostile during that time you know we just didn't think uh (laughs) a backcountry backpacking trip were in the cards for us so we opted Mm -hmm. to do the bus tour which is highly recommended it's been around for a long time it's not just um any old bus tour i guess if we're gonna categorize our bus tours (laughs) um so yeah we 
ponied up the money. It was a bit of an expense for us, you know, Mm -hmm. not really having our full-time employment right now, but we thought it was worth it. And it it was worth it. It was very beautiful. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the big, I guess, rewards of the tour is supposed to be wildlife. Um, Mm -hmm. We had seen a lot, so we had been lucky and maybe we were expecting, and maybe that spoiled us a little. We had seen a lot of bears, I mean, we had we'd seen bears just on the highway. You know, we just passed a grizzly like in the Yukon. You know, we mm-hmm. had seen a, a lot of moose at this point, and we didn't really see anything on the bus tour. We did see some moose, um, which is exciting. Um, but I guess, like I said, we had been a little bit spoiled, and maybe we're hoping for more bears. Um, mm-hmm. There's a wolf pack that lives there. Super cool. rare to see nice. a wolf period but i think i mean there's always this hope oh maybe you'll see you know maybe you'll just see a wolf right by the bus tour trail um and we didn't really see any of that Mm. but it was really pretty and it snowed which was exciting i mean for us was really jazzed for us that was the first snow i think we'd seen but you, you climb an elevation on the bus tour and it started snowing so that Mm -hmm. was kind of fun you know it was i think september 17th wow that's early yeah and denali actually doesn't get that much snow they told us um not at least according to alaska standards yeah so that was a Hmm. really early snowfall for them but i think it just added to the i don't know allure of the whole scene just being Mm -hmm. fall and denali and snowfall in the bus it was kind of magical i've got some numbers um of the wildlife that we saw on the (laughs) tour (laughs) one one animal one animal that she did forget to mention um, was the doll sheep did you mention the doll sheep Uh. so so the wolves are the wolves are a big thing there in denali Mm -hmm. in fact one of the main reasons why the road even exists is because of the the scientist or explorer that was studying the wolf pack. Adolf. Yeah. What the heck was his name? Do you know it? Nope. I just remember. Does he have a mustache? Adolf. (laughs) Sorry. I I couldn't help myself. Hold on. Muri. Muri. I might have a, I don't know. I don't have it written down, but anyways. Muri. Muri. Um, Sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't hear that, Liz. What was that? (laughs) 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 <laughs> Mary. <laughs> so what that was doc- Adolf doing? Sorry, I, I have lost my train of thought completely. <laughs> well, he's no longer with us, but he was a wolf researcher, biologist. Yeah, biologist. Mm. Um, um, okay. But anyway, I think I think the doll sheep had a lot to do with that. Um, that was a main food source too. Um, yeah, or something. I, I actually feel bad for not having mentioned the doll sheep because they're called the flag. They're like a flagship species of the park. They have a oh, special, cool. like a fu- they're like, yeah. 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 They're like a big they're deal really there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's flagship cool. or keystone. There was some like strong <laughs> word. <laughs> While Liz well, talks. They're thinks, unique thinks to that, that area. Word. Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we, we saw, I think we saw, um, we saw two packs of doll sheep. 
Wow. Packs. Packs. How many herds? How many sheep are in a herd? There were there were six in the first one and then nine which, in the second. Which was a nursery okay. group. Yeah, nursery group. So it's which just is, females it's and females wow. and uh some young. So it's mm-hmm. you know, like a little nursery group. Um mm-hmm. and then the males are off, you know, being dicks. I feel like we can't do a podcast again without uh Elliot mentioned when we started the podcast because he's totally like hey yo i'm in this yeah we're talking about animals we're talking about animals y'all don't even talk about your boy (laughs) kitty wild animals elliot oh i love it yeah he listens i love it yeah i live here too what's up (laughs) um you're in uh yeah denali uh that's where uh into the wild you know that famous picture of the bus and the the uh, not necessarily the when explorer. we were talking about not getting stuck in the winter i was like you don't want to be a evan mccandless and get yep. stuck up there that's where it was christopher McCandless. Chris, yeah christopher that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was super tramp um great book russ attempted to uh reenact that scene on his own by the way yeah oh. i almost got super tramped <laughs> no yeah yeah have we talked about that on the podcast before <laughs> i feel like we've talked about it was in denali so we shouldn't have yeah we, we should a jump yeah i just don't know if like at a random time like we did but i guess not so maybe, hold on maybe. first off who's read the book i have the book in my truck actually it's i keep so it oh, wait i read it. the book too I, I read it. Because, you know, yeah, yeah. when you wanted to impress me when we were first dating. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I read Wikipedia and Into the Wild. <laughs> I, I've just watched the movie. That's it. So I'm I'm that guy. Oh. <laughs> Jeff, do you know who we're talking about? Pearl, Pearl Jam did a, a I know who you're fantastic about. soundtrack. I have not read the book. Just Eddie Vedder. Oh, okay. Just Eddie Vedder. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah so... For who doesn't know, the guy what, sold all of his possessions, moved to Alaska, moved into this bus, couldn't get back across the river because it turned to winter. And uh, sort of. yeah. Do you want to hear about how I got su- almost super trapped? Yes. I have to hear I mean, I, we have We have to hear I, that. Yeah. I yeah. took the tra- I, I, a new stampede. So stampede trail is the, is the road that he took. Okay. Um, it's just north of he- Healy. I think it's Healy. Mm-hmm. Just north. There's just outside of the town. Called so Healy, you're actively is- going down this path. Yeah. But he's uh, off-roading. Christopher <laughs> McCandless was hiking, yeah. but they're in the, the same area. He was on a, you know, Russ wanted to go off-road. I, it was the only Wheel. so the, yeah the tra- the trail I was on Gaia. <laughs> I just, this, just scrolled around Gaia. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Air quoted. What did you air quote? Wheeling. wheeling. Was it not wheeling? wheeling? Oh no, it was wheeling. Because <laughs> I've seen some stuff in Alaska. Alaska can get nasty. Nasty. Yeah. yeah they, so sorry. The, the, sorry. What what you want to avoid is um the tundra that's f- that's you know just full of wa- wa- mud. It's basically a, st- a swamp. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I found myself in, um, with no trees to winch to and no one around. I opted not to go. 
Mm. Yeah. I wanted to just. Oh, so you're so you're by yourself. So yeah, yeah, he's by himself. I'm back at the campground, just enjoying myself in Denali National Park. (laughs) (laughs) Probably warm. Got some good heat. Yeah, yeah, all the things. I set out to go explore this trail. I had um, a four pack of Tall Boys. I don't remember what it was, but well, at least you had, you had a couple of meals. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> I had, I, I did. Wait, I mean, come on. I, I did go prepared. I wasn't really that dumb. Um, I did have a couple <laughs> backpackers meals, um, plenty of water. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 fu- I was fully prepared to like, okay, if I get stuck overnight, I need to have some food and, and supplies. Yeah. And but this wasn't so. supposed to be like a problem trail per se. Um, I mean, I read about it myself. Um, it's actually not, it wasn't even open, but <laughs> the, the problem you encountered had nothing to do with the difficulty of the trail more. So just mud. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, right, right. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I will be. Yeah. Let me clarify. The trail <laughs> was not difficult. It was just the terrain, right. Um, that posed the issue. Um, once I got through uh, the creek beds, actually, I ran a creek bed for a couple of miles, <clears throat> which is a lot of fun. You know, you've got the sound, you've got, I don't know what it is about a creek bed, but it, they're just fun to run, right? I mean, yep. up or down. Well, yeah, especially <laughs> exactly. by yourself, like just cruising <laughs> through a creek bed, like get out of town. Hell yeah. That's like the, yeah. the dreams of a wheeler. Like, yeah, just put me in a creek bed by myself. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Windrock's got a couple of those, and I, I just I always love running those trails up the creek beds. I um, go so back I did that to for a while. Kentucky for the creek bed runs myself, but yeah. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. It was oh, a lot yeah. of fun. I, I was in the zone, just just loving life. And, and all of a sudden the creek makes a 90-degree turn. There's a big, like slow moving, deep pole looking thing that I knew I needed to go across because the trail just disappeared into that and then came up the other oh, side. Man. And I was like, okay, um, slow water. And you're usually... in the Creek. So it's not like you can like stop and cross and check things. Like you're in the Creek, right? Like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I probably could have gotten out and grabbed a branch and checked the depth, but I didn't. Um, I just saw there were enough tracks going across i figured it wasn't that bad so that wasn't the problem i did cross Mm. i don't have a snorkel or anything like that but i definitely had water up on the hood i was gonna ask you snorkel no i don't i'm not a snorkel snorkel nerd or something like that um snorkel no i never snorkel dork dorkel that's what it is snorkel Snorkel dork a dorkel yeah (laughs) um (laughs) so i got it Got up to the other side, and all of a sudden, like the trees just disappeared. So I, I knew at that point I'm on the tundra. Um, what was ahead was just looked like just some mud, which I wasn't thrilled about because I know how how you can get stuck pretty easily in the mud. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I examined what was ahead of me. I picked one line, and no more than ten feet in. All four tires sink a high center on a oh. big I mean somebody already got stuck in that exact same spot because yeah. my tire just went bloop. 
and I dropped down and I just worked myself into a, a even worse hole. And I hadn't mm -hmm. seen anybody, not a soul the entire day, not another vehicle, not another person hiking. Well, except oh, at the man. trailhead and that was it. So, uh, I tried to get myself out. I actually set up the tripod and recorded this whole thing go down. Um, <laughs> and, uh, no more than maybe like ap after I said, I'm calling it, I'm going to walk out of here and leave the truck or I'm just going to have to, I mean, stay in it. So I said, okay. And I'm there was no service. Yeah, no service. No, Dude, no, like he had nothing. no service. You know, and we had talked about sort of at what point, at what hour, you know, do do I get, am I supposed to get worried? Like before he left, because I knew there wasn't going to be service out there. Yeah. And um, I think you're like, well, I should be back by eight. And I was like, 10, let's say 10. <laughs> if you're not back by 10. And this was, I don't remember exactly what time you were leaving, but it was early, but I just also know how he is. And it, you're, I mean, 10, <laughs> like not yeah. eight, 10, you know? But so I, I imagine you were thinking, you know, there was some of that too. Yeah, like, I, I'm staying in here. I'm going to be in here all night. And yeah, I, it was I, either a no... sleepover or I was going to walk out and hopefully run into somebody that could, that could get me in contact with Liz just to let her know that I'm good. I'm just stuck. Yeah. And um a bear didn't eat me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just stranded. Yeah. Uh so I mean I, after I I figured, you know, I've got to do one or the other. Um I kind of like kind of gathered myself cuz I was at that point I was a little bit stressed out. Clearly my truck stuck in the tundra on Stampede Trail and, in and Denali, you know. Yeah. It's wild. Um uh, I got up on top of my truck to, and my binoculars to see if like I could see anything or anybody like coming down sure. the trail or was in within walking distance, you know, mm -hmm. um, I saw something shiny way, way in the distance, but I couldn't really tell what it was even with the binoculars, um, got back down, kind of tried the, you know, traction boards again, nothing worked. And then. I'm telling you no more than 10 minutes later, uh, this side by side comes out from ahead of me, you know, back towards me. Yeah. Um, and I, and he, but he passed me like, uh, about you know, 40, 50 yards off the trail. Uh, yeah. And I didn't know if he saw me or not. So I, I was, I didn't know whether I should be like waving my heads <laughs> or waving my hands in the air and like yeah. flagging him over or if I should, <laughs> like just play it cool like nothing's wrong and maybe he'll come past me <laughs> so um he didn't i I'm, I'm telling you i looked and i didn't even see his head turn towards me so i was like oh shit i don't think he even like saw me or the mm -hmm. truck over here and then i heard his engine running off in the distance a little bit um for a couple of minutes and i was like well fuck it i'm just gonna walk over towards him and and try to you know see if i can, can get his attention yeah. So I walk towards the direction and then all of a sudden I hear, hear a one vehicle that it sounded like there was two. Now one vehicle mm -hmm. takes off in the opposite direction. I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> this is back in the direction where I have to cross basically a pool to get to the other side to where they were yeah. like that, that oh. pool that I crossed on the way in. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh no, like I'm going to miss my chance by, you know, a couple feet. Basically they couldn't mm -hmm. see me or hear me. Um, but then 
my luck, I guess, paid off or something, however that goes. But um, the, the, the dude that had passed the truck came up towards me back on the trail. Mm-hmm. And I think they did see me because they were like, hey, how's it going, buddy? You know, <laughs> the, yeah, I'm kind of stuck, buddy. See, yeah, they could yeah. see me. Like I was on on foot, and I wasn't prepared. I was on a backpacker. Obviously, I was wearing like sure. jeans and like tennies, you know. <laughs> and um, I was like, "Yeah, I'm stuck over here. Could, you think you can give me a tug or maybe just a hand?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure. Let's go <laughs> see what you got going on." And yeah. they took off, and they were like, "Wow." Yeah, you got yourself in a pickle. So, um, <laughs> luckily this side-by-side that came by was, a, I mean, it was the next step would be a tank if you yeah. were driving something like that. I mean, it was, had huge mud tires on. It was cl- completely enclosed. I mean, these guys were yeah. out hunting moose for sure. hundred yeah. percent and well-prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they, I mean, I couldn't have run anybody uh, another side by side more perfect for that job to get me out yes. of there. He had a winch on the front, and we mm-hmm. we did um uh we did the uh, what's like a mechanical advantage. We did the um the triple line double snatch line block. Uh, you snatch block. Thank you. Yeah, we did the mm-hmm. snatch block, so we got the mechanical advantage because you know obviously he's pulling up a, uh, a six thousand pound truck out of a mud yeah. pit, basically. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he, uh, he I mean, only took about 30 seconds to tug me out of there and pop me out. And I was like, here are my last two beers. See you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I gave I've my always last thought two- if, if I ever got in this situation like that, I would almost set my car alarm off. Right. Cause it, it, it's designed to get people's attention. And if you're in the back country, you could fire that guy off hopefully you don't kill your battery but <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like that's a heck of a tip actually yeah, that is yeah. A good pop idea. that thing especially and, as a last resort yeah because if you're just trying to get people's attention because at that point i imagine you're kind of in like scrub brush right that, that's or maybe you're in trees i'm not sure i don't know what the landscape is up there but not something where you can easily see so um yeah, popping off your your uh, car alarm might be might save your life. So you can see mm-hmm. my. Uh, I have a picture oh, okay. pulled up here. You yeah. can see my my tracks go right into mm-hmm. here. <laughs> um, it's in yep. front of the truck. Yeah. So that's where I was stuck, yep. and that that's why there was no there was nothing for me to winch to. Yeah. The, the, uh, the tree on the left is like it was way too far away and it was mm-hmm. off on an angle. There's no way it would have worked. That looks so unassuming. Like it just mm-hmm. looks like a yeah. sloppy. That's, that's wild. Like, yeah. That's I guess the that's danger how those things of go. mud. I feel yeah. like. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So after that, I, I got the, I, I got out of there. I was, yeah. I was like, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, that was the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's my turnaround point. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. not going to go any further. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's near where uh, Christopher McCandless um, mm-hmm. ultimately got himself stuck. And if he had had the tools, he would have known <laughs> that he could have yeah. like crossed. The Why river. didn't he just set his his bus alarm off? Uh, <laughs> it wasn't even his bus. He found that bus. He found the bus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's. I shouldn't make jokes about no, it. No, we should. Yeah. um yeah so after i um my my near my near death experience um Mm -hmm. 
we uh i think the next thing on the list was like head to fairbanks and then we were going to go north to uh see how far up i mean how close we get to the arctic ocean you know yeah Fairbanks was more just like a jumping off point i feel Mm -hmm. like i mean we didn't do anything there Mm -hmm. except we stayed at a walmart (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah well for, I mean, for actually two nights we stayed at a wa- the walmart in fairbanks yeah fairbanks is is it's just the town it's just uh, yeah. yeah i mean nothing against mm-hmm. fairbanks but it was just like any other i mean i don't know just suburb to, i don't mm-hmm. know yeah it was fine but we weren't really there to do anything in fairbanks it was just kind of our jumping off point to sure. the arctic arctic circle yeah, so uh, at that point, we're, uh, we're Fairbanks, like, like she said, stayed at Walmart a night or two. Mm-hmm. And our plan was to uh, fill up the truck with uh, as much fuel as possible, the jerry can, water, food, all that. Drop the camper uh, close to the Dalton Highway where it begins. Mm-hmm. And then we we're just going to haul ass for basically two days, one day up and one day back. Mm-hmm. um julian and lease yeah the, uh, the couple the, one of the other couples we met in haynes convinced us we should do this and we were absolutely capable of doing it <laughs> they had done it um they also have a tacoma yeah yeah <laughs> and they just really were like yeah you could do it you don't have just to go for one night because you know we were just worried about you know the camper and you cannot take the camper on the mm-hmm. dalton highway that is just absolute no no um yeah. and we have a cat you know and i didn't feel comfortable leaving the cat in the camper just like on a pull out pull out on the side of the highway in the middle yeah. of alaska uh, driving like 500 miles away <laughs> and there's no service and he's just locked yeah. in there you know so like all right we have to take the cat but they um gave us a pep talk and they're like you can absolutely do it just take the cat y'all can make it work for one night do what you gotta do with you know a litter box in the truck yeah. and um so that's what we set out to do <laughs> uh-huh. yeah and for and and for clarification uh the dalton highway is the hull road um if you're familiar with ice road truckers that is the road mm-hmm. um the Ice road. Yeah. Yeah. That is the ice road. Um, well, it's one of them. The Dempster's the other one. Yeah. So, uh, roads in pretty bad condition. It's it's, it's a, I don't know how they can call it a road. This really is not a road. I mean, yeah. I was being a little facetious about the Denali highway, Yeah. but that is just a step to the actual most horrendous road mm. air quotes again, that you have, ever seen it is i mean just sludge and potholes the size the size of our camper and just like muddy (laughs) gravelly sediment (laughs) and you know there's the 18 wheelers driving on it um they're all very good drivers it's actually kind of a I don't know. There's just like this massive amount of respect for the truckers who are on that road because it is Mm -hmm. dangerous. And I know they're providing vital services and goods and and transport and things for um, Prudhoe Bay with the oil and such. But pretty much any economy um, things 
related to the Dalton Highway. Um, it's to serve the truckers, and everybody is like yeah. very. Um, I don't know what the word I'm thinking of. Deferential to the truckers, you know, mm-hmm. like and just you know drive safely, obey the speed limit. You know, people die out here. Like, don't be a dumbass. Um, But like, you see these eighteen wheelers, and I was just in awe of what they're doing. I was like, they are off roading. This is a (laughs) semi off roading in the middle of nowhere, Alaska. Like, it's crazy. Mm. Yeah, a lot of credit. I, I, I can't even verbalize in any sort of way to like. I don't know, summarize the conditions of this road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's it's, awesome. It, it's or so cool bad. Yeah. So we, before you get, you know, too far up um, into the mountains, you actually do hit the Arctic circle first um, in the Brooks range. <clears throat> this was a really surreal, incredible moment. Um, mm-hmm. The just being, <laughs> it's the arctic circle like it's just really wild even saying <laughs> yeah. like we drove were, there we drove from alabama there. yeah alabama to the arctic circle like that's yeah. huge dude yeah it should feel really, big really wild it was just <laughs> incredible and then and then liz being the birder that she is she loves birds you know mm-hmm. um there no, are these gr- gray jays that were just like yeah you got food i'll land on your hands and eat it that's amazing. Which is kind That's of a no-no. Cool. I just want to go ahead and acknowledge if there's anybody listening who wants to yeah, give her a hard give time. me a hard time for that. It's a little bit of a no-no. But these birds were Just go through clearly... me and get to, your, to her if you're upset. Okay. I'll make sure she gets the message. <laughs> these birds were clearly used to human interaction. And we gave them the most healthy granola we had. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that oh, that's an really awesome picture. Cool. Oh, mm. sorry. I meant to hit that button. Awesome picture. Look at y'all. You made it to the Arctic Circle. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. We got one with Elliot, too. We got him out of the truck. I think that was on. <laughs> nice. I was going to ask. I think, gotta I get, think it was an We got to get more of Elliot though. in this, in this story. Yeah. It's he's, an iPhone. Yeah, it was an iPhone. He's phone. really the star. Of the show. <laughs> Wait, actually, he is actually. There's, uh, there is a photo of him. Hang on. Oh, his head. Yeah, yeah. The- hey. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like he's about to eat you. Yeah. Well, he was. I think he was uh, really uh, into the birds too. So. <laughs> yes. He would have loved to hold a bird. Like he's trying to get out. <laughs> that's awesome yeah uh and and yeah so we just hauled ass uh all the way through uh, the brooks range we went um adigan pass which was just it was just otherworldly what pictures i don't know if we have any because we didn't stop there you're not allowed to stop in adigan pass you basically once you start the uphill climb into Mm -hmm. um into that range uh it basically there's signs everywhere it says no stopping um for the safety of you and the safety of the truckers um it's incredibly steep it's icy it's yeah it's it's kind of crazy um 
just in some of these places, the risk of natural disaster just everywhere you go is, I mean, just I've never seen anything like it. And, you know, it's not just Alaska. It was a lot of Canada, uh, too, and probably even parts of Washington. Um, Just everywhere you go, do not stop, avalanche area, you know, slide area, rockfall area, flood air you know just everything is just like the earth is about to take you out <laughs> wow this is on the uh, this photo here uh is on is the north so we're on the north slope side of the uh of the brooks range looking back towards attigan pass just see those mm-hmm. mountains i mean this is what yeah september wow and it's they're all snowy yeah, and the, and these are only like four thousand feet high, forty two hundred mm-hmm. feet high. We're we're at elevation forty two hundred feet, and they're still you know because you're so far up, latitude wise, um, mm-hmm. you know, covered in snow. Uh, we saw that's a beautiful, grizzly. man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It was a grizzly. It was it was so far off in the distance. So I, I think to... you had just said something about being disappointed well one reason we were we got really excited about the arctic circle is we heard that was pretty much the only area you could see a musk ox and so we really were hopeful of seeing musk ox although i think we needed to go further uh further north even and also we at that point we hadn't seen any caribou Mm-hmm. And we had heard they were moving north more at this point. So we wanted to see them and we did not mm-hmm. see caribou either. So I, I feel like Russ was just sort of lamenting the lack of wildlife. And <laughs> I was like, oh, there's there's a bear. There's, there's a, a grizzly, grizzly bear. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. <laughs> moving his big old bear donk. Yeah. This is a uh... mountain. <laughs> This is the this is as far north as we went. That's what the north slope. Well, we're getting to the north slope, but that's pretty much what it looks like on the northern side of. This of is the true range. tundra yeah. up here. Um, wow, that's wild. Yeah. Just it's, nothing like grows up there. Barren. Yeah. Nothing grows up there. Yeah. No trees. That's what. It... Yep. No trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just going through some photos here. Oh, there's the bear. Man, is what's the, the Arctic Circle up there? Sorry, what? What was the elevation up there? Is it? Um, are you high? I, yeah, Why I trees aren't pass. growing, or is it just the soil? No, it's it's it's, it's the elevation and the and temperature. Well, be, the, the latitude. Sorry, not the elevation. It's, um, we actually passed you, on on the Dalton Highway. There's a a landmark which we just flew by. It, it was like the most the northernmost spruce. Yeah. Oh, cool! Uh, you read it. Yeah, I read it on. I, read, I found it on Gaia, and I was like, "Oh shit, we didn't. Why didn't we stop at that?" And it, it was like at a rest stop. It was really a, a bizarre place for it, but uh, it gotcha. said the northernmost spruce um, on the Dalton Highway or something like that. And um, it's just so cold for so many months of the year. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it has a very short growing season. Oops, this is Coldfoot. Um, 
this is one of like two or three buildings in Coldfoot um, on the Dalton Highway. The gas was seven fifty a gallon. Seven forty nine a gallon. Wowza! Whoa. And it was the only gas station in either direction for like two hundred miles. Oh my god! Nice to you. It was like With that Fairbanks. Yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah. it was like Fairbanks, Coldfoot, and then um, Prudhoe Bay. Yeah. With like the three gas stations. Yeah. And this was one of those places who I think pretty much solely exists to meet some needs for of the truckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some showers and a restaurant. Um, but this is the only thing. Like, I think this is it in Coldfoot. Like, wow. I mean, there is nothing there. And it is a, uh interesting place. <laughs> and, uh, which brings me to this next album here. Um, <clears throat> when we got back, we were greeted oh. with that. Nice. Uh, Northern Lights, Lights number two. This was by far the most incredible one. Uh, a couple minutes after I took this photo, um, actually 10 minutes or so went by. I went back out <clears throat> and the whole sky was green. Like mm. above my head to the south, it was wild. So this is looking north, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, they danced here for quite some time that was pretty that's pretty cool yeah yeah for sure i see palmer we talked to you in palmer yes that's where we yeah yeah yeah, that's where we had our last podcast yep yep at the Um, library yeah yep (laughs) yeah we were we were parked uh basically on the riverbed um riverbed's like it's a wash um Mm -hmm. basically uh you can see fall is still happening here. Um, mm-hmm. Happened for literally like three months. It was a pretty cool spot. This was a really neat spot. It yeah, was super windy. I got the dirt bike out. I rode the dirt bike on the on the riverbed, which was pretty cool. Um, and we That's found awesome. that wasn't cool. a gazillion Ooh. rusty nails. Wow. I think um, <clears throat> it's People a popular spot pallets. with locals. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was so pissed. I mean, we could have spent all day picking nails. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where we talked to you guys and had our podcast. Um, I th- the next spot was, uh, Seward. Seward, in my opinion, is my, f- is, was my favorite stop in Alaska. Um, mm-hmm. the Kenai Peninsula is one of those spots. Bold I- statement. I want to go back and just spend like legit like two weeks in on the Kenai Peninsula. Um, there are places. What made that, it the best? Well, you've got um, well that while we were there, we did uh, the the um, ocean excursion, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of an impromptu thing that we did. Um, it's very impromptu. Yeah, uh, we were out at dinner one night, and one of the you know rare chances we or times we actually go out to eat after we had found a shower at the public marina (laughs) (laughs) nifty Nifty. oh the places we've showered yeah um i was was desperate for a shower and i was checking all the apps and we had wanted to go to dinner at um what's it called it was the flamingo the flamingo lounge Julian mm. and Lee, it's a well-known restaurant, a landmark, I think, um, iconic. But um, 
I needed a shower. I was like, I have to shower if we're going out in yeah. public. Um, I checked mm-hmm. all our apps and nothing was coming up with a shower spot. So I just Googled and came up on some old Reddit discussion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that brave souls. I, I that mentioned a public shower at the marina, and we went, and it was it wasn't free. Um, it was coin operated, but it was decently clean, and um, it was it existed, and it was hot. <laughs> so yeah, um, <laughs> we did that, and then we went to the restaurant. Yeah. And, and then we, we, we ended up getting uh, information on this ocean excursion from our waitress. Oh. I think she had actually worked for the company, I think, if I recall correctly. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, I think she had worked for the company at one point and was like, yeah, you, sh- you guys should definitely call them. We were like, try to book it like right now and see if they have something open mm-hmm. for the next day. So, yeah, we, we looked online and we ended up being, um, oh, we were one other couple was on the boat yeah. with us. Because due to the time of year, even in Seward, which is coastal, so it doesn't, I don't think it has as many limitations due to weather, but mm-hmm. still, you know, the, just the tourist season has pretty much ended. So out of, you know, they're right on the ocean. So there's a lot of ocean tours and charters, but out of all of those, there were only two that do year round. And um, she, yeah, put us in contact with one, and I think she might have even texted them to ask, like, "Hey, do you have any boats going out tomorrow?" Oh yeah, I think so. <clears throat> right. And you know, she said yes, they do. So we just booked it online, and it was, at, yeah, it ended up being really cool because most of the other charters were larger boats. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, not I'm not sure how many people. I'm gonna, between 10 and 16, probably some might even have more, but this was very small. I think she could only hold six people in addition to her. We had a the wow. captain, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was just us and another couple. So there was only four of us just basically getting our, a very personalized tour. Nice. Of, uh, yeah. It was, it was great. <clears throat> I, I, I'd never been on anything like that before in my life. So that experience really, um, I mean, it is a big part of my memory of, of Alaska, like yeah. <clears throat> between that and the, uh, Harding ice field, um, which I have pulled up here kind of on my, I don't, I'm still sh- sharing my screen. Yeah, um, you are. This hike, <laughs> this hike was very strenuous. It was a very difficult hike actually. Um, the weather changed three times, uh, <laughs> You know, we based had on all elevation. The seasons yeah. Is this the kind of the same? On one thing. hike? Yeah, yeah, on the one hike, yeah. Um, it went That's from like, great. you know, t shirt weather at the bottom pretty much. Um, but we knew we needed to bring all the layers. So we had everything on us. Um, mm-hmm. Started pretty nice. It was just damp, I think, a little bit. But um, we started, once we started climbing, it, it, got, it got colder, but we were actually getting hot just from height. I mean, climbing at some points like bouldering. Um, so we're taking layers off, even though it's getting a little colder. And then once you get up into like the, uh, the Alpine meadows, you know, the trees start going away and and it starts getting cold and you can start seeing, you know, just start seeing patches of snow everywhere. So, you know, it's getting a little bit colder. And then, um, once we kind of like crested, um, you know, some high points there, uh, above the tree line, 
the wind started picking up and it got definitely got a lot colder. And then eventually we reached, you know, a lot more snow on the trail. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a storm came. Yeah. I was get, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was shit. To that. But yeah, then we got hit by a storm. So like, there's this shelter. This is like pretty much at the top of the, um, of the hike. Um, there's, this is an emergent, an emergency, uh, shelter. So I'm assuming. Cause in winter it's a mountaineering route. Yeah. And knowing oh, what wow. we know now and what we went through <clears throat> up there, uh, how fast the weather changed. I mean, this makes perfect sense to have it up there. So you can't camp out there, but if you need to not die, yeah, you can take shelter. Yeah. If you're trying to stay alive, you did not die. Like wanting to camp in a cool spot, you yeah. can just say you're really cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here's me, and here's the ice, the ice field in the background. I mean, wow, how often do you get crazy. to see an ice field? You know, this is feeding yeah. all the uh, all the glaciers, or the, you know, the. Those yeah, they're their feeder. <laughs> I forget what the name is. Like right at the top, there actually is a name, a, t- a technical term for. It's not important. Um, but yeah, this was just an incredible experience right here too. So, just seeing these from, you know, a couple mile hike and then going out on the ocean, um, just for a two three hour boat tour, mm-hmm. we just saw a very small portion of the peninsula mm-hmm. i just want to go back and see it all like most of the island you have to either boat to or fly to oh wow um not mu- not much is accessible by road yeah get on one of those little puddle jumper planes that yep mm-hmm. yeah. pond jumpers that's, that's the wash boat. looking back yeah that's i mean so the white cool. up at the top is it that's the cloud. That's the storm that basically rolled through. That's like the leftovers mm-hmm. when we were at the, actually at the top at the, at, you know, the, the viewpoint looking over the ice field. Um, we saw the light kind of change and it kind of got a little darker. <laughs> and within about five minutes after saying, I think the weather's changing. The snow started like really coming down oh, crazy. Yeah. And, wow. and we both looked at each other and we got, we're like, we got to go. Yeah. Like it's one of those moments where you, Time. you didn't, you'd never want to get stuck up there. You know, I mean, yeah, you never, you never know how bad it's going to get. But yeah. when you see that it's turning, you're like, okay, it's maybe it's safer that yeah. we just go. We were, you know, relatively prepared. We had a number of layers and rain gear and additional food and headlamps and stuff, but we weren't prepared to overnight in like sub freezing temperatures at elevation. And we did, you know, I don't know. I just personally, I mean, Russ was in agreement, and we had reached the top at this point sure. too. There was only really left to come down, but you know, I felt a bit of urgency um, just with the storm coming. Yeah, well, it's you're in the extreme elements, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, and just an eagle yeah. chilling on the top. Some of these pictures yeah. are crazy. Yeah, uh, there were so many birds in Seward too. Um, which uh, we we both love. Um, I'm more, I guess, the bird, the birder of the two. But 
Yeah, it was a nice place. And it was relatively mild weather, too, still. It's a cool I mean, shot. I, and I guess yeah. in Alaska super cool. in the terms. <laughs> I think your camera's sideways. The rocks are going the wrong way. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> really bizarre, right? And we had really good weather. Yeah, the weather and the lighting day. was just perfect. Yeah, these are dark. Did you? I. That's uh, wow. just me playing with some lighting. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really nice day, um, especially when we first set out. It was actually sunny mm-hmm. and calm. Um, I was hungover though. It was <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I I made a so. This is one of the ideal. Yeah, this is one of the rare times where I actually filmed the whole thing too. I know you can't tell that because I have actually a lot of photos here too, but I had the camera rolling and I took a lot of film or a lot of uh, video. And there are a few points in the the video of you just kind of slumped over in the the city. (laughs) I hung in there and felt mostly okay, like all things considered. Um, but then the weather, even that day when we went out, it was really good up until a point, you know, even that's what our captain is telling us, but at, yeah. a, at a point it started turning and there were some, the swells were getting larger. Um, oh. Oh. yeah. And so that's sort that of since winter on, is coming. <clears throat> yeah. And we're in this boat, yeah, so it's boat. on a big boat. Um, that boat and some large ocean swells. And, yeah. That's uh, not a, that's not a large vessel. No, so I love that the boat is named Missing Links. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. So yeah, I had to lay down pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, looks like we're getting close to the end of the photo album for Alaska here. Yep, here's uh, leaving. I don't know what what does that say. What I write there? That album. Oh, leaving Seward because I was probably sad and I was like, oh man. (laughs) Take as many photos as I possibly could. <laughs> um, oh no! Here's the uh, <clears throat> here's where we were uh, camped out. Um, we were on another wash. Wow! Um, yeah, there. That's kind of our view out the side window there. Um, and then, oh wait, before that weirdness, it's an animal. Uh, it, it was it was close nah, to Halloween. Yeah, it's close to Halloween. Oh uh, yeah. <clears throat> Um, wait, what was I gonna? Oh, yeah, it was the car. There's some weird shit in Alaska. So, we've this was here just a, an Impala, this just a, wow, like a newer one, too. Like, just yeah, like yeah. something went it's down. Good. Sketch city, huh. interesting, yeah, sketch city. Yeah, it was really bizarre, <laughs> but we camped beside it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> We checked it out. It was all good. Fine. Yeah, yeah. It was fine. I, I, all good. We actually pulled up in that camp camp spot at night, so I saw the we car. Saw we saw night. the car there, yeah. and then I walked over later, and it was. I was like, you know, the hairs are standing up on the back of my neck, just like looking at it. And then I realized that it was just it was probably stolen. You know, a hot item. Yeah, and uh, just left there for dead. Um, Definitely would have been a little hot to the touch. we were on our way out to mccarthy and we turned on the final road to take us into town and there was a sign that said landslide road closed i believe something like along those lines 
and yeah. um it uh made us reconsider where we were going and um what our next move was so we uh we decided to, to like kind of stick around and, and check out valdez which you know, a couple people told us valdez was eh, not really worth it but after driving through thompson pass which is this well valdez is a is a pretty just not historic but that's where that big oil spill was yes. right Exxon yeah. valdez. but the, i think they were speaking more towards the the town it's just another uh, okay. it's just another port town another, in alaska yeah. kind of thing and but it was a beautiful drive down yeah, yeah. But that's what i'm saying nobody mentioned the drive down <laughs> Well, Rebecca did, but she's like, yeah. at this point, you've seen it all. Probably. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, but when we started driving, I mean, I'm just going to rock really through beautiful. this. I'm, I'm going to rock through this uh, album here. Mm-hmm. This is on the way down from from this Glen Allen end, pretty much, yeah. to to Valdez through Thompson Pass. Mm-hmm. These are just some random photos I just took on the side of the road. Um, we made one stop. I mean, look at this. This is incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. And it gets better. We didn't know this, but it gets better. Like we were just like, oh my God, look at this shit. Let's pull over and take photos. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to Thompson Pass. And again, I pull over and I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then we went down the road a little bit further and it just keeps getting better. Oh wow. And, and better. <laughs> I mean, look at this. Whoa. I drove the truck out on this trail. I mean, amazing. The peaks were just. I mean, that's really like what people go to Southern Colorado to see, you know, for two months out of the year, right? That's San Juan level beautiful, right there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. This is, uh, you know, tell Black Bear Pass looking down into Telluride times. Yeah. 10. Yeah. Exactly. Amazing. This is actually uh, the shot right here is the shot on um, Rome for Lowe's homepage right now. Awesome. <laughs> As it <Wow>. should be. <laughs> there epic. it is. That's this, this is actually, I think one of the shots, I don't know. The color's weird. Oh, there it is. That's the one. Gorgeous. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. So we, we did explore this little area. I flew the drone a little bit and uh, mm-hmm. this is pretty much, this was a really good way to say to, goodbye to um to alaska because this was you know like i said this is this was our last mccarthy was supposed to be our last stop Mm -hmm. oh wow uh, you're in it yeah yeah and and since we couldn't go to mccarthy we uh we did this and then we're like okay weather's turning we (laughs) glenn allen was a was a fun stop on the way out we had that mexican food that was incredibly <laughs> was <really> good. good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was like a farewell to, to Alaska right there, yeah. which was yeah. weird eating Mexican food. The best Mexican food we had had <laughs> the entire trip, yeah. I think. Where was he? He was from, um, I think he was Mexican American, but he was from, he had moved there from like Florida <laughs> <laughs> or something. Yeah. Wow. yeah was, he had a, he had a really good story. He had a really good story. Yeah. yeah. That was, it was really good. Mm. food. Here's me showing off my uh, diodynamics uh, uh, nice. LED lights. So yeah, this is the Valdez Glacier. Yeah. So we did mm. go down there and poke around a bit. Right. So all these little white spots out here in the in the distance are actually all icebergs um, falling off the uh, Valdez Glacier. 
wow. they have like wow. their, it has like their own lagoon here, and they kind of get stuck here, and they just chill. Uh, no pun intended. Any other pictures? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Did you get any other pictures? No, I didn't. Okay. This is just from the drone, yeah. and it was so dark at that That's point at that time. Yeah. Oh Liz man, actually got some good, Dude, good photos. What yeah. an epic story of Alaska! Y'all did it. <laughs> Seriously, like from we did it. Talking I, hope, I hope we did it months ago, and you guys were getting you were getting rid of shit, and you were hitting the road, and yeah. y'all did it. That's I hope we did a good job epic. making it sound epic. <laughs> it was epic. to me. Like I, I want to. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, I love this crazy. story time. <laughs> you did it right though. Like you know, it's it's. It's like sometimes I want to make it happen, and it's like I got two weeks to do it, and I don't think that's enough time. I think you need more time to do Alaska yeah. the right way. I think you just showed me that. That's what I took away from that moment. The most thing is like the what's away for me was you need to do it when you have maybe two months yeah. to to really settle in and enjoy think, it yeah. right that's that's what we did i think it was a total of like so. six and a half weeks or seven or seven <clears throat> you did say six and a half close yeah. enough yeah, <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta get in it you can't just get yeah. there for a week you gotta you gotta we, settle in yeah and then it was t- i mean we did so much driving there so many miles um it took us seven well, days to get from as it, fuck. it took us Took us seven days to get from Toke, Alaska, which is basically by the border, mm-hmm. down to uh, Vernon, British Columbia, which is close. Close, I say a couple hours. It's a couple hours from Vancouver. Mm. A whole week of driving. Now, of Se- course, wow. for, seven days. for us, it's slow. Yeah, we're not necessarily covering maximum miles every day. But not a lot of ground. It is a lot of travel in the time in the vehicle and getting things ready but to put it in perspective you know yeah it took seven days i think seven nights even wow wow that's stats as of right now we've done twenty one thousand miles um since july 14 states three provinces 83 campsites wow That's amazing. Yeah, we've stayed at 83 different Does Walmart, places. does every Walmart count as one, or do you separate those out? <laughs> They're separate. <laughs> every Walmart has its own vibe. Yeah. yeah they sure do. <laughs> they really do. Some, some you know, smell like, like cigarette smoke. Some, some have a very strong diesel smell. Yeah. There's- oh, man. <laughs> Well, I am so grateful to be able to hear this story first and, and yes. so grateful that um, you shared it with us so we can share with all the folks that, that listen to us uh, across the world. And uh, just just want to thank you for that. Um, what you guys do is awesome. What you've done is inspiring. And yeah. uh, we're, we're just so grateful to be able to, to listen to it, hear about it, and then also share it for folks who are going to follow in y'all's footsteps. So keep keep traveling. I I love what you guys do. Keep, keep doing, doing it. If we can do it, anybody can. You just have to put your mind to it. (laughs) Sounds like, (laughs) sounds like a good idea. I love it. Just do it. it. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm excited to hear about Baja 
on our on our schedule now we'll probably hear about it in the summer when everyone's in the hot and and the summer of it and and y'all are uh cooling off probably somewhere else in the world (laughs) um but i am pumped because y'all are about to do some fun stuff and i think this series is going to keep on going on with some new episodes so y'all stay safe and uh we'll catch you around the next turn